Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Bob and Jim were on their lunch break at a construction site. They sat down and uh, opened up their lunch boxes. As Bob unwrapped his sandwich, he became agitated. Tuna fish? Ugh. And disgusted, he lobbed it into the nearby dumpster. Jim offered him some of his lunch. The next day, the two men ate lunch together again. As soon as they opened their lunch boxes, Bob startled Jim by bursting out with peanut butter. Peanut butter? He flung the sandwich into the trash. And the next day, Jim made sure to find Bob at lunchtime. What do you have today, man? (laughs) Bob opened his lunch. Oh, no. Ham and cheese. Gross. Bob just sat there looking at it. Jim thought maybe he should say something. So, Bob, you know, not to, like, get up all in your business or anything, but uh, this isn't going so great. Maybe you could just tell your wife, like, what you want for lunch. Bob stared at him, incredulous. I make my own sandwiches. Roz Zander tells this story in her book, Pathways to Possibility. And right about now, I think it's one of the best stories I've heard in a long time. You know, there's so much we can't control. But there's so much we can. So much for whom there is no one to blame and only ourselves to accept responsibility and take action. You know those nightmares where Uh, You never tried out for the play, let alone learned the lines or showed up for the rehearsal, and somehow it's opening night and the lights come up on you and you're naked. (laughs) Let's talk about that. When we understand the script from which we're reading and the stage directions we're taking for the play in which we are accidentally starring, We can choose, for starters, we can choose to rewrite. Ancient Chinese philosopher and writer Lao Tzu said, if you do not change direction, you may end up where you are heading. Three professors of psychiatry came out with a book called A General Theory of Love in which they wrote, all of us fall under the gravitational influence of others' emotional worlds at the same time that we are bending their emotional minds with ours. I preached on this recently, the theory of social contagion, in which other people's actions and choices affect us on every level, like a virus spreading via seemingly random contact. We catch 
certain behaviors from other people. Just so we inherit a script or we sign up for a role, we just step right up as if in a trance. Kem heard Vietnamese Zen teacher Thich Nhat Hanh respond to someone asking him how to deal with his shyness. Thai is a very gentle man, but he responded simply, you're going to have to get over it. Clearly, Thai didn't see the shyness script as serving the man's best interests. What scripts are we reading from that aren't serving us? Buddhism posits four noble truths. They're easy to memorize and incredibly hard to remember. My friend and teacher, Sylvia Borstein, teaches the four noble truths something like this. One, life is hard. Life can be unpredictable and painful. Pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. But life is easier when we accept the truth of this. Life can be difficult. Two, clinging causes suffering. Everything changes. Everything dear to us causes us pain. Three, there is a way out. It is possible to live happy, peaceful, and free. And four, the way out is by walking the Eightfold Path, which is right understanding, right aspiration, right action, right speech, right livelihood, right effort, right concentration, right mindfulness. So I'm invoking the Four Noble Truths to highlight truth number two, clinging causes suffering. When we cling to our scripts for dear life, we could have another choice. We could let go. When we stop our wishful thinking and risk our ideology for deeper, more complex truths, hidden possibilities are surfaced. When we embrace what Zorba the Greek called the full catastrophe, life straight up, with the determined intention to live life on life's terms exactly as it really is, everything can be changed for the better. Rosander writes, sing, move in nature, take a painting, join a class. These active practices hold the possibility of connecting your mind, body, emotions, and spirit, enriching you with sensory data, building a sense of efficacy and power, and getting your blood flowing, all of which has a very positive effect on your mood. She continues, along with your new identity and clarity and your improved relationships with parts of yourselves and others, you may start to experience a profound connection with the whole world. Make the choice to embrace life rather than habitually numbing yourself with TV, video games, social media. To overcome the pull of old habits, she says, stay mindful and surround yourself with people doing energetic things. Then raise your energy and radiate to the world. Laugh, clap extravagantly, express your gratitude, live with joy. <laughs>
Changing the script begins and ends with changing the storyline. One of the trickiest and most powerful changes we can make is to swap out victim for survivor, powerless for powerful, impossible for possible. I have a stable of go-to everyday heroes who under crushing circumstances have decided to rewrite the script and tell a different story so they can live a better ending happily ever after. One of my heroes is Chris Waddell. Chris arrived at Middlebury College as an extraordinary athlete and was quickly a top competitor in Division I skiing. He was a sophomore on the first day of Christian Christmas vacation in 1988 when he and his brother were warming up for a day of training when his ski popped off, sending him into the trees. And in that moment, everything changed. Two vertebrae were crushed and his spinal cord was severed. Paralyzed from the waist down, he lost 50 pounds, almost all his muscle, and he lost the ability to walk. Think of the story he could have told. He made a different choice. For starters, undeterred, he was back on campus within two months. Although ramps had been built during the winter break to accommodate Chris's new wheelchair, he says, I had to look at campus in an entirely different way. I would sit there in my room and map out where I wanted to go based on whether there were hills or stairs. But luckily, I had so many people supporting me, it didn't matter where I wanted to go. Where he really wanted to go was back out onto the slopes. Friends of Middlebury Skiing provided him with a monoski, also known as a sit-ski, allowing him to remain a part of the team. And as soon as graduated, he joined a new team, the United States Disabled Ski Team, and raced in his first Paralympics game. He went on to race in three summer games in his wheelchair, as well as in a total of four winter games, meddling 12 times. Eventually, despite being in the category of skiers with the highest level of paraplegia, Chris Waddell was the fastest monoskier in the world. In the summer of 2009, he climbed Mount Kilimanjaro, 19,340 feet with his hands, arms, and upper body. Seated on a modified four-wheeled hand bike nicknamed Bamba, which translated from Tanzanian means cooler than cool. <laughs> he was the first paraplegic to summit unassisted. Today, his organization, One Revolution, has donated north of 1,000 wheelchairs to people in developing countries. Chris says, if I'd never had my accident, I never would have been the best in the world at anything. Wouldn't have acted in a soap opera, wouldn't have been in People magazine, wouldn't have competed as a professional athlete for 15 years after I graduated, wouldn't have met presidents and His Holiness the Dalai Lama. I wouldn't trade the accident for the experiences I've had. I wouldn't trade walking for the person I've become. Beloved spiritual companions, if we don't change directions, 
we may add up where we're heading. Rewriting the script, let us change victim for survivor, powerless for powerful, impossible for possible. May we stop clinging, stop suffering, express gratitude, embrace life, and make the kind of sandwich we really want. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear from you via email at office at ASCBoston.org or through our Facebook page. If you would like to support the good work of Arlington Street Church, please consider a contribution by checking the mail or through our website, ASCBoston.org.